Welcome to another episode of Friday Night Conversations. 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 Today's question basically is um, how how much is too much or what is too much in terms of information that is shared with your current partner or future partner from your ex-relationships. So this could include things like um, body count, for instance, things like information that you probably shared with your ex or information that came from your previous relationships, how much of that information is too much or too little to share with your current or future or new partner? So your example to your body count, right? Would you guys share your body count with your current? No. <laughs> we must share. Why shouldn't they share? Uh, and the, I think it depends on individuals, honestly speaking. I, I feel like some people are comfortable or okay with sharing some things. And for certain people like me, it's important for me to know certain things. So. Yeah, those are questions that I asked. Like those are questions that I asked. So But don't you worry you don't aren't you worried you'd be hurt by that information? No. I actually feel good when I know because you know, I don't know. There's just that sort of satisfaction that comes with knowing than not so, knowing. So how much is too much for yeah. you? Yeah. Huh? How much is too much for you, Shomo? What do you mean how much is too much? Like how much of like someone's your, body count is too much or what? Yes. What's your deal breaker? Like because you want to Yeah. Okay, how so the thing is when I'm asking, because like I, I definitely ask these questions, like you know, you slept with people and blah blah blah. Um yeah, there's there's no deal breaker. Unless you came with like a sexually transmitted disease, then uh, move aside. But like, really, like that was your past life. I was not in it, you know? And even, yeah, I know maybe it won't kind of make sense. Like, okay, if it was his past life and you're not in it, why do you want to know? No, I just want to have the information. I don't like surprises. So when I know, when I'm asking the question, I'm not expecting you to say, oh no, I've just slept with two people. I'd like, I don't think there's a deal breaker to how many people you slept with. I was not in your life, so that's your business. But I just want to know. So there's no deal breaker, basically. I think that's just the point. There's no deal breaker. So the number can be as high as it can possibly get. Yeah. I mean, huh? Uh, What about that? He did it then. It doesn't affect me in any way now. It's not like he's doing it now. Wouldn't you worry? Wouldn't you be worried like if someone 
came like 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 okay i'm giving an example i don't know have you guys watched how i met your mother uh yeah wait yep. yes yeah now the one there's obviously there's, there's uh sure, on, on, on Netflix and stuff right mm-hmm. there's uh-huh. bunny right who apparently ah, bunny. yeah bunny is man oh sorry who's apparently who might have we don't know yet who his characters basically except with the whole of new york or something like that now can you imagine dating him and then you've got to deal with like running into someone or like running into his one of the girls he slept and every few once in a while because you slept with so many women you got to have oh you didn't call me blah 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 every like wouldn't that get to you at some point it would get to me if i didn't know that he slept with that many women but if i knew that he slept with one that many women it wouldn't get to me because i know i asked him and he was honest about it and he told me oh you know i've had a lot of sexual partners so for the fact that i live in the poker oh you didn't come me or what or just like oh one of your past bad experiences oh okay cool like it it wouldn't affect me as long as in the present he's faithful to me like you know it's just a wee thing mm. and um like i trust him and i'm okay with that then that's okay like his past how many people he slept with as long as i know it won't affect me like it wouldn't affect me or get to me so then how do you go about asking the question how do you go about starting the conversation Ah uh, like I said last time we had this talk me I'm just straight up to the point how many people have you slept with that's it like you've had sex yes okay how many I really don't know how how you're supposed to go about the conversation the right way if I'm being honest Hey what's your body count I don't even do that oh, hey what's your body count thing I'm just like I've ah, had sex before of course you know okay how many people have you slept with Yeah. If they answer they answer. it's not like I force them to answer. If they want to answer and share the information, they share it and they answer. If they don't feel comfortable with doing it, I don't force it out. So yeah, but it's just something I don't know. I'm sure most people would think it's weird and stuff like that, but it's it's just something that I always ask and I need to know. I don't I don't gives me a sense of peace and thinking in my head. I don't necessarily think like knowing someone's like the number of people isn't isn't necessarily weird. I think lots of people that's something they would ask maybe like a while down the line and stuff. But mm. I don't know if anything else further than that maybe anything else further or deeper than that you're like mm. Mm. <laughs> But then again like I remember last time we talked um uh, I don't know who it was but someone said it depends on the level of comfort that you've reached in the relationship like at what stage you're at because you definitely wouldn't ask certain questions when you're just in the hi how was your day getting to know your stage kind of thing you know you need to reach a certain level for you to be able to have certain conversations Uh, I think for me it depends on a number of things it depends on um for instance the couple like the two of you as a set 
does it does it make sense for you guys to have such conversations? Are you both comfortable with um, talking about this thing? Is that something that you both want to venture in as a discussion? Um, personally, for me, I don't think it's necessary for people to share past with present or current unless it's really important. Like, for instance, um, your sexual escapades, but about STDs, and you're moving on to this new partner, you definitely need to let them know. You don't need to let them know how many people you slept with, but you need to let them know that I have been sexually active, and as a result of that, I have STDs or an STD, you name it, and you let them know so that you give them the power to then choose how to go about protecting themselves from getting the STD as well. Mm. Or things like um, I was in an abusive relationship or maybe I was raped before. I feel like being raped is something, it's a very sad, tragic, traumatic um, thing to go through. And I, I personally feel like this is one of the things that needs to be mentioned to your partner when you get in a relationship, if you trust them enough and you're comfortable enough, obviously you're dating this person and like you see a future with this person, I'm not talking of any regular person that you get in a relationship with. I'm talking about a person you see a future with. Um, um, then you might need to tell this person because you see with rape comes PTSD and that could affect your sexual relationship with your partner. So um, they, they need to know things like that. Uh, but just in J. I've slept with 10 people. Every person that I should be in a relationship with, okay, I sleep with them. Then they live, the 11th one, we break up. The 12th one, I sleep with him. I have a question. By the time I'm with the 14th, and sorry, Shannon, just land. By the time I'm with the 14th, and that's like the person I see a future with, they ask me, okay, so what's your body count? And I told them, you probably will be the 14th. They might (laughs) see it might see me a bit differently. Also, we look at society. It's okay for a man to apparently have so many women under his sleeve as a body count. But for women, it's not so good. So yeah. Would you let them know your would you let them know like let's say you did let them know body count and stuff like that? And let's say, for example, you you live in a small community, let's say like Zambia, right? Would you let them know the names as well? No. Ah, no, that's too much. <laughs> now that's too much. <laughs> the thing is, if the community knows you, they probably know the people you're talking about. That's the problem. <laughs> like certain Julitas once just mentioned the, the name. Ah, yay. Hmm. Six, seven boys out there are like, okay, we know. Problems. It's not easy. So wait, um... So is there a difference between the body count of a guy and the body count? Hi, Deborah. Sorry, Tamale, what were you saying? Well, I was saying, so like, how do you... Okay, let me just rephrase the question. So like, Uh how do you feel uh, when it comes, like, to society, when it comes to society and how they portray, like, for example, body count, right? Um, mm-hmm. how they portray the body count as a guy 
like, oh, he's cool, oh, he's a guy, blah, blah, blah. But then when it comes to the body count of a woman, like, no, she's, uh, you know, not to say she's a uh-huh. this and that. So, like, what, what's, what's, your, what's your point of view on that one? Is it equal rights, equal fights? Like, what do you think about that? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's it's kind of sad because like when a man has more women, it's like you know he's considered to have experience. But um, when a woman has been around with more men, ish, it's it's rough. I think um, I think like a certain proverb that I'll use for this. I think Mutale, you know it that Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yes, so. Translation model, I don't know how to put it directly in English. Isn't that the one that says if a man if a man sleeps around or something that he doesn't break a home, but if a woman does, then she breaks oh, a home or something yes, like that? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, yeah. That's so basically something like that. So uh ish that that on a, on its own is a whole other level because first of all me i'm not the whole thing of no because so the man can cheat the marriage uh, that's a topic for another day huh wait did motel say something say again Mutale. oh yeah oh i was saying so now now that you know the the notion that has been put into society, right? Where they say, yeah. okay, the, the, what, an adulterous man, whatever, sins yeah. in cheating, never break the home. But when a woman does, it can break a home. That's what I'm saying. So since there's a majority of ladies in here, so is this something that you agree with? Like, what's your thought? I don't think it's something I agree with. I mean, okay, if I'm giving my own opinion, um, I'll start from the lady's perspective. As a woman, I don't think just out of self-respect or I don't know, out of just keeping your name clear. I don't know really how to put it, but I just don't think you know, you should be out there busy giving yourself around to any gym and jack or sleeping around with men. And I know like in marriage and family relent, like, you know, usually women give sex to get love and stuff like that. But like, ish. Um, yeah, anyway, in my personal opinion, I, I don't think um, a woman should sleep around a lot because then it just... Uh, yeah, like society said, it's not a good label. But I'm not saying what society says. In my personal opinion, I just don't think it's good for you. First of all, just even for your mental health, because those are just so many spiritual ties that you're carrying from all those men. And and women just don't do things from, you know, like no attachment or stuff like that. There's always attachment in what is done. So it's, it's kind of something else. I'm not also on the side of this whole thing of, oh, no, a man can sleep around as much as he wants. I don't support that either because um, I don't know, guys. Sex, sex was a gift from God. You know, it's something that's sacred and precious and should be treasured, you know, with your partner. 
in beds uh, as a married couple, not after you finish the act and then you start feeling guilty, you know, covering yourself and ish, it's, it's just something else. But I'm not in support of any of the genders sleeping around with a lot of people. I think that's all I'll say. Debs? So I wanted to say, um, I was recently having a conversation with some male friends this, this past week, and they were trying to fight me on it. Cause you know, in Lusaka, there's a special breed of men and women. Mm. Like, <laughs> it doesn't compare to what you see in this, because you have a lot of holes in Lusaka, to put it simply. And females what? are catching up with their male counterparts. They're like, they're not apologetic about it. They're like, this is what I want. Like, it's very straightforward. But in as much as like we're embracing <laughs> things like the feminist movement and things like that, I feel like women have like this, this uh, especially the feminist ones. I don't know if it's a misunderstanding of the movement or what it means to be a feminist, but it's like they want to do everything that men do and do it even better. But I feel like at the end of the day, men and women are like wired differently. Like a female, it's like it's not natural for like a for a woman to like just to be like spreading her. How do I say? Her royal oats, like like you would say, like a male to be doing it. Like it's just not because like what Lucian was saying, like you're creating like. Um, attachments and maybe like as you continue to do it the attachment might not be as great as like the first couple ones but I feel like it still makes an impact and on, on the side of a male and things like that at the end of the day I think one of the biggest impacts that like being promiscuous has is the ability to form like um, or have a healthier relationship because like when you finally do decide to settle down and things like that like there's certain things you just can't forget me like you get married and you found somebody that you think that you like but here like you're thinking about sarah and jane and jim and john like it just it puts a damper on things i don't know that sounds like uh what's that movie what's that series called in on netflix the one where the girl used her husband for her expression I have no idea. What's anyway, anyway, so like I have a question. Is this something that Deborah has raised? Okay. I think this is like more for the guys because like they've been quite a bit. Um there's a there's a post I, I saw. Like, why is a woman considered a whore when she sleeps with 30 men, but not a whore when she sleeps with one man 30 times? I think the I think the ladies can answer that. Yeah. I don't know. I think you it's think what? I'm saying you ladies, I think that would be able to. to it sounds like it's it's in the in the same statement. But I think is Mutale saying the ladies should answer that. Mm. Yeah. We don't call ourselves boys when we sleep around with thirty men. That's true. It's the men that call us the whores when they hear that they slept yeah. with the demon. 
and I'm, I, this is just for the sake of the conversation. I'm not generalizing it. Of course, there are some men who are respectful in that sense, but most of the time you, and then you also do have women, yes, who throw hate speech on their fellow women. Mm -hmm. But then most most of the time you will hear the men saying, oh, she's just left with 10 men. It's not a, oh, that's so cool. You know, the way women think about mm -hmm. it as in, oh, a man, he slept with like how many women? <laughs> like, no, it's not, oh, he's a man. That's cool, you know? He knows what he's doing. Nah, with a woman, it's a, uh, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Up, that was finished. She's damaged goods. She's that tomato in the market that you touched 50 times and is useless. You just throw it away. How then come we don't have those tomato analogies in the market for men? There's um I don't know if you guys have watched again so I know I'm bringing up the divorce club a lot but like the newest episode is basically the same thing some guy blames says that his wife is a whore because she's sleeping around with her ex blah 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 and at the end of the episode she goes my husband needs to forgive me I've 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 what do you call it I've forgiven him in the past for similar things and that's a typical typical example of how even in relationships a guy will cheat and a woman will be expected to forgive him of his infidelity. It could be three or 30 women, it could be one woman. But let the woman cheat. Like, it's like hell on earth. And it's the same, like literally it's the same thing with how she would, like literally was, the title of the episode was My Wife is a Whore. And the same thing as Moore is saying. But Mutale to answer, I, yeah, in terms of like what you're saying, if if it's for us to answer, it's the Rushomo, what did you say again? Why is a woman considered a whore when she has sex with 30 men and not a whore when she has sex with one man 30 times? Because men want it, but like for themselves, like like for one, what do you call it? If, if she's with one guy, then she's not considered a whore, but according to other people, she's with other guys, then it's an issue. Alan, you're too quiet. Sleeping. Why do we know that she's slept with one guy 30 times? That's a good point. Who's counting? Her man, obviously. Guy. Uh, so is so is a guy telling us is he telling girls is he telling us like well, why is he telling us like yeah guys I've slept with uh so and so thirty times. No, I don't um, think it's like I think it's just the whole. I think the whole question came from this whole thing of, you know, if a guy sleeps with like three, if a guy sleeps with like three, four, five girls, it's okay, but then when a girl comes with the same thing, you know. It's it's kind of bad. So I think the question was coming from, okay, so why am I considered a whore if I sleep with like thirty different men, but if I sleep with one man thirty times, I'm not. But you know, there's one thing that I've learned um, uh, in life. You find that the people that are complaining or that are passing on these statements about the particular girl or the guy themselves, uh, especially in the case of the girl, these people come across as self righteous or they think they've done better in their own. I mean, it, it, suppose they've only slept around with one person or two people. Them bringing it up, what, what is the purpose of them bringing it up? What's the point of them pointing out 
that she's a hoe, she's a this and that. Um, usually, it, it's, it's crazy enough when you actually listen closely into these conversations, you find that mainly it's women that shame one another more than guys shaming them, actually. Uh, and you see this play out on social media. Perhaps one guy might say it, but then there are five other sisters ripping each other apart within the conversation or in the comment section. And I think that's a sadder situation to see where you see ladies highlight each other's flaws more than build one another up. And I don't want to use the word, it's a societal thing because we've done that. I think we've used that statement so many times over the past two weeks. But going back to the, the guys calling a girl home, they probably do that. Some, some men do. Um, but then those men are trying to see themselves as self-righteous because if you actually weigh what your deeds are as compared to her, you probably wouldn't say much about it. Um, but yeah, I guess it's the whole element of judging one another, which is not good as well uh, when it gets to these things. But I guess this conversation will always be had time and time again, and there won't be any proper uh, solution to it per se, because even the people that are in the same situation, so suppose a guy that has slept with 30 girls, right? Equivalent. He probably won't talk about it and he won't see it as a problem for him when he goes for a particular girl. It only becomes an issue when the guy has slept with 30 girls and he wants to get married to a girl that has not slept with anybody. And suppose that girl sleeps with one person or two people and he makes a big deal out of it. Then he goes back to that whole ego, uh, judgmental or self-righteous aspect of it. But if we actually looked at one another, uh, by looking at one another from our own lenses or from our own experiences and being more sympathetic and empathetic about it, I think we'd have less of these conversations in general. Those are my thoughts. Um, why do you guys think that like, um, ish, the question's gone but yeah. Now, why do you think what is it a guys to girls situation yes but it's i should have written it down the question literally just went when you were asking when you're explaining something i spoke too long i know should have condensed it uh much less mm. but i think that the the big issue here from the guy's point of view of course is when those guys and i think this is the crux of where our conversation will probably be going um why is it that a guy can can sleep around so many girls and then wants to get married to a virgin. Because um, that's, yeah, that's, that's where the cracks. Yeah, thank you. That's yeah. the cracks of this question. That's where this whole conversation is probably going. So it might as that well was, just arrive. Yes, thank you. Thank you. That was my question. Was the whole was the whole virginity aspect? Um, like for example, yeah, like how the guy would bring it up and stuff like that. But it's uh I've I don't know if you guys have ever heard of experiences heard of certain situations where like um like Tushama was talking about the attachment issue there's more of an attachment that girls like the bond that girl that women form um is a bit more sensitive sensitive for, than for guys and sometimes it's like the first time for a girl like you say Alan there's like this whole oh I'm your first so blah 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 shiny shiny and it's like a whole big deal and then it's like anything after that, it's, 
I wouldn't say like there are many, it goes into, there's so many ways to look at it because then sometimes um, a guy would take that experience as like a teaching experience for the, for the girl, like the first time as if they've done a favor. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I, to me, that is very, it's, I don't know what the word is. I'm trying to be polite, but it's like, who the hell do you think you are? type of thing and then yeah any other ex- any any other experience after that it, it, it goes into a whole set of um traditional things and even probably as we're going to talk about from like our christian background is the whole aspect of keeping your virginity and mm. everything like that and yeah we don't as just as a disclosure to our listeners we're not condoning that you should go out and you know all that no just when you're ready yeah but read the Bible and uh, I'm going to shut up now, but you get it what I'm saying. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Why do, does it seem like guys, I don't want to generalize uh, firstly, because not all men thinking that uh, don't have that approach to their thinking. But yeah, there are guys that do think that way, right? Um, that do that. But uh, I'd like to pull your mind to another aspect, maybe that we lack generally on both genders uh it's a it's a an aspect of humility per se um know yourself first and i think this was part of what we discussed in the last conversation outside the podcast just to give context uh we were looking at um the was it before i confuse things uh the aspect of relevance if i'm correct but let me go with my, my tangent first and I'll tie the two together. So the aspect of humility, it will help us not judge people, especially when we partake of the similar activity or extramural activities. Uh, suppose I'm the guy, right? And you say, I, I, I sleep with a girl for the first time. I'm more experienced than then, as if I'm imparting knowledge to her. You think, you think that you're doing way you're you're imparting knowledge to her per se but that knowledge is very limited because number one each of us are unique suppose she slept with somebody else it's a whole new experience altogether there might be particular things you might take from your encounter but they might not be the same they might not be the same wherever she she goes Uh, and so that i i don't think you ought to Make yourself that important. Say, oh no, I've taught you this. I've educated you on the APCD. Suppose you go elsewhere. No, but just being humble and understanding that, hey, look, okay, suppose it's the first time. Take it with humility. Suppose you stepped with 20 other guys as well, and you, and you have stepped with 25 other girls. Being humble enough and putting your ego aside and not having any uh, um, judgy thoughts will probably help you see her in a better light. Um, yeah, but that's that's what I think about it. Whether even if you're you yourself uh, a a virgin or you've slept with other people before, but just having the aspect of humility will help better relationship. There's a thought that keeps coming to mind that I want to add on, but then it keeps fle- like flying away. It's like it's a fleeting thought, but I think it's quite important. Um, uh, okay, I I will bring it back once I get it. But it was quite uh something we've discussed before in the past and i really wanted us to to touch on it but uh, i'll bring it up when it comes back to mind
uh, sorry, I was away for a bit. Well, what was the question? Eish, it's far. It's <laughs> very long. Shannon, do you remember what you said? It's last long. Ah, anyway. <laughs> I think it's all right. Alan's covered it. Okay, okay, we can skip it. We can skip it then. No problem. Yeah. So time guys. Any any other closing comments you guys have? Follow questions. Don't judge each other. Be respectful. I'm joking, but just be respectful of each other's past. You guys are like, yeah, whenever two people come together into a relationship, whether it's preparing for marriage or just courting or dating, it's very important to try and understand and get to know each other as much as you can. Um, and touching back to the first question at the beginning that was posed by Mo about um, uh, speaking to one another about each other's pasts. Personally, I think you don't have to bring up the past unless it's relevant to your current relationship. If there's no relevance, yeah, you might end up in trouble. You might bring up issues or things that might particularly be deal breakers for the other person. And you put each other in a tight position where you want to break up, where you have to break up the relationship, regardless of uh, how nice you are. There was a conversation we had outside the podcast where we're like, you know, if, if someone asks you a question, suppose you just get into a relationship and Lucia will give an example saying that she likes asking guys this particular question. So tell me about That's your past what life. I like, I just need to know. Okay, Shomo needs to know this answer. Uh, even though you just like get into a relationship, uh, she'd like to know exactly. I see a hand, I'll get to you, Mutalesut. She'd like to know exactly like, um, hey, have you been with other people before? Have you? And just that information, she, she sees it to be pertinent. And just for her knowledge, even though it bears no relevance to to the current relationship. We, we looked at, a, we, we looked at uh, a particular incidence where you might cause the other person to, to be in an, an uncomfortable situation where they might end up lying to you because they don't know what the intention is of why you're asking this particular question. Even though your intention might be right and you might let them know, oh no, I just wanna know. They might think that there's a certain level of malice behind it. But even more importantly, suppose you know now, will you treat them any differently? Or will you just be like, ah, you know what? I, I can't accept it. Five guys, too many for me. I don't want to be with a guy that I slept with five, five, five girls, or I don't want to be with a girl that I slept with five guys before. And then you break up something special that you really had because of something that happened in the past. And therefore, if it bears no relevance on your current relationship, suppose it is a deal breaker for, for Shomo, right? Like she needs to know the number of people. And maybe five is a deal breaker for her. So if you've been with five girls, nah, done. So if you... If, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, shouldn't. <it? laughs> yeah. no, so suppose I five mean, people... You mentioned the man somewhere there. <laughs> so if five people are a deal breaker, <laughs> they will probably lie to you. To say, hey, look, I don't want to ruin the special thing that I have. Because for me, oh, Shomo, you're my soulmate. We are meant for each other. And Shomo on the other side, on the other end, she knows that once I hear five or more, it's about it. The guy will probably say maybe four, just to, to okay. try and keep the relationship going. Um, sorry, just before you pose your point, I'd just like to 
um, what you could just give another condition from what Mo said about STDs. If they have been in bed with a relative or close friend of yours, then maybe we, we should know. That's just that's the other condition. If they've if they've ever slept with someone within my inner circle, then I feel like maybe yes. Please let me know that information. What if they don't know that that person was in your inner circle? Is this still a deal breaker? This no, is before you. As soon as you realize, they're no. not knowing the deal breaker. No, 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 no. What do you mean? No, Lushama, the person might not know you. They might no, not even like before. About you. But if they come across yeah. the person and they say, "Oh, that's your cousin." Then maybe we need to have a conversation like, oh, listen, by the way, her and I had a thing together. It wasn't like blah, 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 all that information. I feel like that's important. But he probably won't know that's your cousin on day one or whenever you first have that conversation. So I'm just saying that's another condition I think that would be important apart from STDs. I, I think even for me, that, that would be like, who? Oh, because it's almost like a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, you know? So yeah, especially for guys, I feel like it's and then, a touch here. And then before I forget, um, can I even remember? Sorry. Oh, anyway, yeah. So like, since Lu Shomo said um, she would like to know, right? Mm -hmm. So now, here's a situation. Um, I'll give an example of myself. Uh, I had an ex who I noticed some old. Um, type of like behavior, you know, like I, I was trying to understand, I was like, how come, you know, we're in a relationship and then um, like we don't even embrace each other, you know, like even like a proper hug and whatnot. And then eventually I asked her like, hey, but how come we don't do this, this and that, whatever, you know, like the intimate part. Mm. And then she said she was raped by someone. Mm. so yeah so it made me you know understand like why she would behave in a certain way and what not like you know when you even become you know a bit careful like even some, even like uh sometimes you would say maybe in your windows like you know sexual and you sometimes you pass those sexual in your windows and whatnot without knowing that you're hitting someone so it's that thing where like you become a bit cautious uh, with how that person feels, because, you know, sometimes it could be like a psychological, you know, burden for them and whatnot. So I guess I would go with Shomo on that one. Like, you know, like you you learn important things about that person. Like maybe did they take some traits? Maybe they had a toxic relationship and whatnot. Did they take some of those toxic uh, behaviors from that particular relationship into you? your relationship so like for me i do find some things necessary to ask about and some things unnecessary so i think that's my take keyword is relevance that yeah is relevant relevant to relationship yeah exactly exactly so there's certain things where like okay i, I think me knowing about them that this happened to this particular person would you know give you a better understanding on how to approach that particular person in your current relationship. Yeah. I would want to side with Lucio more because I don't, I don't know, like half and half, like side with Lucio.
Kumo and Sadi are at the same time. And then that's when the word came in as relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, what's relevant um, in your current situation, in your current relationship? Uh, and then, so I gave an example of somebody who's been through past traumas and whatever, something traumatic anyway. And so that would probably affect them as they go into a relationship. So I think that's something that you'd want to know. Is, is, it, is it something that's traumatic? Is it something that can shake your relationship? Or is it something that you can, you know, just forget about it? Like anyway, whatever is in the past, in the past, let's just move on. So yeah, so that was my previous comment to mm. what I was saying. So I would also want to side with Lishoma. But then Alan came with the came up with the word relevance. So maybe in conclusion, I would want to uh, ask, is relevance something that's objective to each particular relationship or to the person? Because you might think it's not important. Maybe it's important to your partner or it's relevant to your partner. So what do you guys think? I mean, in terms of what you say now on relevance, that's what, that's, probably what I meant when I said um, it depends on the couple. Yeah. Um, you see, like Lucia Mo gave the example for her, it's relevant for her to know certain information from her partner, right? She would rather it for her, it's relevant for her to know it from him than for her to hear it from other people, right? Um, it might not be relevant to her partner, but it is for her. I think maybe the big issue when it comes to relevance is um, I don't want to say drawing the line or like, where do you draw the line? But uh, how, how do you meet each other halfway? I think maybe let me ask you like that. How do you meet each other halfway in the case where you are together as a couple, but one finds one thing relevant in this case, talking about things like uh, body counts or things pertaining to past, bringing them into the current relationship. Where do you then draw the line to say, or no, not draw the line rather. Where do you then decide to meet each other halfway and say, okay, at this point, um, this is how I feel about ABC. I would, I would like to know da da da. And um, you might not want to give that information, but to me, it's important. Oh no, Alan, you covered you covered the point I wanted to raise. I wanted to actually um say where this whole scenario came up from and stuff like that. And just to add on to what you said, it was also a question of why is it that women are more encouraged, uh, are encouraged to tell their partners more about their past and like past sexual relationships than men are. It was actually like a church scenario. I remember I said like there was like a youth forum or something and you know, um, they were they were having these discussions and they were saying, you know, for a woman it's important that you know your husband or the man that you're going to be with knows like things that has happened in your past and stuff like that. But they were not putting the same emphasis on the men telling the women the past that has happened in their past. So yeah. Wait, sorry, this was a forum. Yeah, so like there was like a youth discussion that was going on in some place, since we don't mention names anymore, in some place there was like a youth discussion that happened. 
And then the youths were being told by, you know, like when we have these youth talks and all that stuff. So they're being told like, you know, especially the ladies, like when, when you get into a serious relationship or like, you know, courting, getting married, it's important for your partner to know if you've had mm-hmm. any past sexual relationships and stuff like that like you know your body count and stuff like that but they were not putting the same emphasis on the men like you know it was more focused on oh you know as a woman your husband is supposed to know if you slept with three or four guys before him and stuff like that but like for the men it was just like eh like you know like whether you slept with one or two it's not important for you to tell the woman that you are with like that you know (laughs) so that's where the whole discussion started from the first time we had But you see, to 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 say to to not to answer or anything, just to add to what Shomo has said, um, it's just a comment. It's very interesting why a woman has to, you know, you you must, like okay. you you should. Where is it written? Hey, like where is it written that I have to disclose every single thing I have done in the past with every single man in? the past that it should hurt your ego like it should be because it might hurt your ego it might make you feel less of if assuming the person i'm getting into a relationship with hasn't even had all this much experience that everyone is apparently talking of when it comes to body count right that brings about insecurities to your partner and then it's very it's a very it's a very weird um interesting um thing or practice that is being done now to have to say and the fact that it's being brought in the church as well to have to say oh as a woman that this is this is advice being given to young women in the church that as a woman you have to disclose everything what Nah, i don't think that's the case um i think last time when we're talking about this i mentioned um there are cases where for instance um i'll use myself as an example this is just for example purposes guys if i have slept or i was on the streets of addis ababa road i i slept with fifty-eight thousand men it's, it's an exaggerated number but i slept with that many men and i gave my life to christ and i changed my ways you know, I'm speaking from a Christian perspective, hence me saying I gave my life to Christ. I've changed my ways. I am, um, I'm a new creation. I, 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 you know, God has forgiven me according to beliefs and, you know, I'm born again. I don't want to start relieving my past sins and having another one more person who doesn't know me for my past sins, having to now see me in the light of what I did in the past. It's just, it's very unnecessary, I think. It doesn't, it, if it is not going to affect the relationship, like Alan said, it's not necessary. Are we talking, am I telling you, am I disclosing my, my? It, and you know, again, sorry, when it comes to things like, um, I'm telling you because say I have HIV and AIDS and I'm, I'm, I'm informing you that, hey, look, um, and I didn't get it from blood transfusion or anything else, but I got it because I was being promiscuous, for example, or maybe I was in a relationship where my partner was being promiscuous and he brought it to me. I have to disclose that information. Even with me disclosing that information, I am not telling you my body count. I'm telling you that 
I have been sexually active. And as a result of me being sexually active, I have this disease. I'm letting you know so you can figure out what you want to do with me and with your life if I'm in it. But not to start telling you, oh, no, so I have HIV. But um, on top of it, I'm also sure I got it because, you know, my body count is 30. E, that's information overload. It's not it's TMI. It's not necessary information that, that needs to be given. So I think picking and choosing what you have to say because it is detrimental or it is vital to the relationship is more important and what we should be looking out for more than the nitty gritty, basic, unnecessary things of, oh, babe, um, before we get too serious, I just think it's important for you to know that I slept with three people or five people or 10 people before you. Could you tell me how many you slept with so we can move further in this relationship? Come on, guys. There's, there's a lot more that's important to a relationship than body count. I think they would like to hear from Deborah. Yeah. I was just about to say that I think more pretty much stole my words. Yeah, I think you stole all of Yeah, them. I think she she really she really touched on a lot. Um the, the relevance. Uh, that's one of them that we've spoken about. Uh, is it something that would really affect that particular partner that you're with or not? Uh, yeah, it's, it's quite a lot. Uh, but then as much as we might anticipate or we might talk about it, but then when you're in that situation, um, I think I would, I would like to talk about the experience itself. Like, you know, when things happen to someone or things happen to other people, um, it's easy for us to say, hey, I think this this should be done, or you should have done this, and whatnot. but when it really happens to you, or when you're in that particular situation, uh, it becomes harder uh, to, to, to really make like a clear uh, decision. I think that's what I've just noticed. Uh, I think we've been, like we spoke about, like uh, the, the necessity of that thing that you're sharing uh, from your past. Um, is that like for me, as an example, some who's been through that, um, it happened when we were already in the relationship. Like we were like months into the relationship and then she felt comfortable and shared that piece of information from her past. And I think it all goes down to you as a partner, is that are you going to be understanding? Um, is it a deal breaker for you? I think it all goes down to you as well. But I mean, they say love conquers all. So, yeah, I guess so. So it's it's a decision that I had to make as well. Uh, to say, am I going to continue being with this particular person, or should I leave them? 
but then in that instance uh it's something that she never wanted and it happened uh and i had to be understanding i had to compromise i think i also had the word compromise so it's you also have to come into compromise like am i able to understand this partner of mine uh i'm not going to do such and such a thing but yeah i think there's a lot of decisions that come in and i think the best decisions are the ones that could i think strengthen your relationship and move forward in that relationship i guess because also in that relationship is that you want it to work so unless you want to continue giving up so i don't know like a lot has been said for sure so like in the situation because like speaking from like experience and stuff like that so let's say in the situation that you were in do you think the information if it was given to you before you got into the relationship do you think it would have changed the way um or maybe it would have let you know like okay so this is the situation so i should probably not do this do this and stuff like that like do you think the information would have been useful before getting into the relationship um it it still wasn't going to change anything cuz i think uh despite that particular i think it's it's even how the situation happened so it's not like she took herself in that uh, situation so it's, it's just something mm. that happens you know you know how rap is like you don't plan for it and they just come and then you know things happen so it's something mm. that i had to think about like if, even like you've asked me even before the relationship i still have the same mindset to say she didn't ask for it she didn't plan for it to happen it just happened has it changed her character i don't think so but maybe psychologically maybe you know she has a few challenges here and there but all in all she's the same person that i went for or that i liked mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. actually didn't see that you know like in the first place i didn't see that so even if she after she told me i was like oh well it happened i'm really sorry for you but yeah it happened but mm-hmm. yeah this it was this and probably let's not talk about it and actually we never even spoke about it like you mm-hmm. know i i think i just appreciated that she was comfortable enough to tell me such a traumatic experience that given to a point where she explained a few details you know like oh I was at this place and then da, 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 then yeah then it happened so for me i it still wasn't going to change anything whether in the relationship before the relationship because for me what attracted me was you know other aspects that more would say god fearing and what not uh, ambitious and so on and so forth So yeah. Mm. But then anyway, I guess it all brings it back to the point of relevance because like I think in certain situations like more mentioned one where let's say you got a disease because of what you did like the past and something and this is a person that you're in love with and stuff like that and 
you're probably considering a sexual relationship with them, I think it's important that you mention it so that then they have a choice of, okay, is this something that I'm willing to risk, you know, or something else? Because, um, yeah. Yeah. But you know that all this, all this, yeah, makes me understand or re re it strengthens my uh belief or my stand in the fact that you need to be good friends before you actually get to be lovers or before you get to be in this relationship where you see yourself spending really 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 you know serious moments in a long time or almost forever with this person right um it's important because it is it is at friendship point that you get to know these things it's not it gets better when you're in the relationship in terms of the knowledge that you get from this individual or your partner and all that stuff it gets better in the relationship. You get to learn more of them and know more of them, what they can handle, what they can't handle, because we all haven't experienced the same things. But I think it's a plus when you build your relationships on the basis of friendship. I, it be friends before you are lovers, I think. It makes things a lot more easier. It brings about the aspect of respect it brings about because then then when it comes to respect you might not have you might find yourselves talking about things like this say if you didn't talk about them in your friendship time period and you're in a relationship and now you're asking about uh, um, <laughs> um body count and all those things just to mention one of the, the the main thing that we've been talking about today and if your partner says i don't want to talk about it because you're friends you understand where they're coming from you're not going to think otherwise you will respect them and their wish of them not wanting to talk about it. So friendship is very important at the end of the day, before you get into a relationship, be friends with the person um, that you love. Um, I think that will help a lot of relationships now because a lot of the relationships that we have now, and this is why we're comfortable enough to sit down and ask, oh, what's your body count? Like a lot of the relationships now are such that you are infatuated straight, straight from the beginning. There's no real genuine friendship that is necessarily there. Um, there are very few uh, relationships where you see something like that happening. And so, yeah. Anyway, so thank you guys for listening to our conversation for the night. Um, as you have heard, uh, do you, but be safe out there and, you know, yeah, make sure if you decide to have these conversations in your relationship, Relationships. What? I said don't have sex before marriage, the church would fellowship you. <laughs> oh yeah, there's that too. But anyway, just you know, have fun, live life, we're young, so yeah, but be safe and smart. Just abstain from sex sexual activity next time. Don't do anything. Oh my gosh, Shannon. I think they got the point. Just say.